You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. It's Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Harrison Smith will be breaking massive news and covering big developments in the first hour. And I will begin in the second, third, and fourth hour again today live. It's my second day of being deposed in the early morning, or again, right up until noon. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Very blessed and honored to be here with you. We have a lot of, obviously, very important developments. The major Black Sea port, Russian port of Sebastopol, was hit by British and U.S.-made cruise missiles, it appears. Uh, These are longer-range missiles that have just been being delivered to the Ukrainians, a massive escalation in the war. There are reports and, of course, uh, footage that we're showing you now what appears to be uh, ships uh, on fire and uh, things like oil depots. This is a next-level <clears throat> development here on the Rand Corporation's threat continuum ladder. This is happening because Russia is winning the war in Ukraine, and NATO has told the world that they will basically involve the rest of the planet in any level <clears throat> of escalation that they see fit to, quote, kick Russia out of Ukraine. I'm not defending Putin. I wish he wouldn't have invaded, but the truth is the West overthrew Ukraine nine years ago and has had a proxy war ever since. And Russia felt threatened, so they invaded. But who I do mainly blame is George Soros, the globalist, who bragged that they've orchestrated this whole thing while at the same time laundering billions and billions of dollars a month through Ukraine back into their pockets. Now, who in their right mind would support Russia putting hundreds of thousands of troops in, say, Toronto, Canada, and moving missiles up against the border, and then attacking Americans that lived along the edge of the border? You would never put up with that. We would go to war with Russia. We are in Russia's backyard. We are in the birthplace of Russia. And the Russians have said they will not allow this to happen. And they're a nuclear power. So on the threat ladder, if Russia starts to lose, as hundreds and hundreds of these 1,000-pound, 2,000-pound bomb cruise missiles are delivered, they can take out the Russian command control systems, they can take out their bunkers, can take out their ships. If that continues, the Russians have said they're going to start hitting NATO targets. They said that a year ago. So this is an Again, unprecedented danger to all of civilization and humanity. And we have madmen at the helm of the West. And by the way, they're madmen in their own words. Biden last year said, if we give them Abrams tanks, that's World War III. Only a crazy person would do that. The head of NATO said, if we give them F-16s a year ago, that escalates. They said, if we give them medium-range cruise missiles, heavy cruise missiles, uh, that's a massive escalation. We can't do that. But now suddenly, a year later... They can't. So this is this is how wars escalate. It's been studied. Humans have been studied. Uh, we've 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 studied how conflicts expand, and we're right now in the middle of it, big time. So I'm going to be covering uh, this more coming up. Obviously, now McCarthy says the impeachment of Biden uh, is moving forward because Republicans threatened to remove him. Uh, there's a new indictment uh, developments uh, against Trump federally. Owen Schroyer was sentenced to 60 days in jail for the First Amendment, making him a free speech martyr. 
There are so many other huge issues. The border is completely dissolved, uh, but Mayorkas is giving himself congratulations, saying it's the best border control we've ever we've ever had. So uh, this is the de-evolution of our country. This is the breakdown of it for the Great Reset, the collapse of civilization to bring another globalist system. But humanity is awakening, and we see major movement by leaders around the world, both corporate, uh, religious, and governmental, saying no to the New World Order. But that's what makes them so dangerous because their whole program is being exposed. Their attempts at new lockdowns is falling flat on its face. But again, we've got to continue to press the attack of the information war. And we have a good chance to turn this around. If we don't, we are literally doomed. We'll come back from break with the great Harrison Smith, and I'll be back later. Thanks for all your support. Please spread the word about the broadcast, and please support the transmission at InfoWarsStore.com, where great products are now back in stock, like the great DNA Force Plus and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. humanity to stand up in the info war and say i don't know what's going to happen at the end of this but you want to fight you better believe you've got one from the front lines of the information war it's alex jones Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Smith sitting in for Alex Jones just for a little while. He will be taking over momentarily. But in the meantime, we have some massive news to break. In a number of different topics, we have the out-of-control, full-on invasion taking place at our southern border and making its way all the way up into the formerly sanctuary cities. Now, people are regretting that quite a bit. I'll also be talking about the impeachment inquiry that has begun. Uh, thanks to Matt Gates pressuring Kevin McCarthy, we've got new information about the lab leak COVID cover-up and how the intelligence agencies were involved in that. We've got employment and economic news that ties into the invasion and some real classic conspiracy topics as well. Aliens being revealed in Mexico, iPhone radiation being banned in France, the magic bullet theory in the JFK assassination. We have... Just a heck of a lot to talk about, so we'll try to get to as much of it as possible before Alex uh, takes over here in uh, in about an hour or so. But stay tuned for that. Should we start with Should we start with the alien stuff? No, we'll start with the uh, actually important stuff first. That is the massive war that America started in Ukraine by overthrowing their duly elected government and installing a more friendly puppet regime in its place the latest from infowars.com russia's navy port at sevastopol on fire after massive ukraine missile attack in the overnight and morning hours of wednesday a major attack has ensued on russia's key black sea naval port of sevastopol multiple social media uh, videos emerged showing massive blazes at the sevastopol shipyard with possible deaths and at least 24 people being reported injured and unless i'm wrong this was the same port that they wanted to use Elon Musk's Starlink internet network to attack, and he prevented them from doing so. This was a missile attack, or at least that's what the initial reporting says is strongly hinted at. Based on statements by Sevastopol Governor Razovevs, Razovevs. Based, based on statements by the Sevastopol governor, he said, Our enemies attacked Sevastopol and our air defenses were at work. This just the, the latest and perhaps most egregious escalation of the Ukraine war. 
Ukraine air attack early Wednesday sparked a fire at Sevastopol shipyard in Crimea. The Russian-installed governor of Sevastopol announced this on the uh, on the Telegram app. And yeah, as you just heard Alex point out in the first five minutes there, this is a predictable escalation because time and time again, we're told that sending tanks would be that's that's over the line sending fighter jets. That's too far. That would be World War Three. If we send long range missiles, there's no way they'd attack, you know, places inside Russia. It would be an escalate. That would be World War Three. And then you give them a, six months or a year and suddenly that's exactly what's happening. There's no end in sight to the Ukraine war. There could have been. There should be. Peace is there if we want it, but that's not what the people in charge want. From the Gateway Pundit, 72,000 Ukrainian casualties in $110 billion meat grinder. Ewan says, the world cannot afford for this senseless war to continue, and yet we keep funding it. And in fact, the latest pronouncement from the powers that be is that they have funds to carry out the Ukraine war until 2032. So this is uh, you know, just another 10-year-long endless quagmire of death and destruction. And, you know, maybe once the, those 10 years are over, then it'll be our turn to go to war with like the Azov Battalion. We'll call them domestic or international terrorist and go to war with them. That seems to be the pattern that these wars take over and over again. And I have to say, since I've been in middle school and watching InfoWars, InfoWars has been firmly on the side of anti the anti-war, anti-establishment divide in this country. And uh, it's never been wrong. It's never been wrong. We never look back at the Iraq war and go, yeah, yeah I was against that before, but now I really see the value in destroying Iraq and, and killing a million people. I thought it was dumb at first, but now I realize what a brilliant and, and wonderful thing that was. Like, nobody thinks that. Nobody looks back and says, you know, I should have supported that war when I had the chance. Everybody, on the other hand, looks back and says, we were tricked into that. That was a lie. That was a total uh, fabrication, the weapons of mass destruction. That was a complete boondoggle. We should have never been in there, and it's been nothing but disaster ever since. And I expect we'll have a, a similar reaction with Ukraine, why people can't recognize this pattern and then take that into account when deciding whether that or not they want to support the current war uh, sort of baffles me. I don't get how they d- don't understand how this keeps happening. This keeps happening over and over. Of course, the major difference between now and the world back then, 2001 to 2003 in the buildup to the Iraq war, is that back then you actually had to fabricate a reason to go to war. You actually had to do this whole weapons of mass destruction hoax. You had to carry out the September 11th attack. You really had to prime people to accept going to war. Now we're just at war, no vote. In fact, the only thing that's happened is there's been a symbolic vote to like the really only thing they voted on is like, should we check how the Ukrainians are spending our money? And that was voted down. So no authorization of war and they can't even, you know, pretend like this is authorized by the NDAA or this, this is the war on terror. They're just doing it now. And the same thing with COVID, right? They got all of these restrictions put on us because of COVID similar in style and, and application to what happened after 9-11 only they just told us that it was happening they just said trust us the flu is called COVID now and you all have to stay inside for two years and everybody did that shows you what 20 years of psychological terrorism does to a population and it continues so this war is advancing it is 
continuing. It is well-funded by your tax dollars, and it is an absolute meat grinder. 72,000 Ukrainian casualties to the extent that they're running out of people in Ukraine, and now Poland is actually deporting Ukrainians back to Ukraine so that they can go fight on the front lines and be shoved into this meat grinder. U.S. Funds for Ukraine stands at $110.97 billion, Fox News reported on Tuesday. That seems low to me. That seems a bit low. It seems like we sent them $110 billion last week, so I'm wondering where the rest of that money went. Of course, we have no idea, and uh, we're prevented, prevented from uh, finding out. Citing a document by the Office, Manage- Office of Management and Budget of the White House, the U.N. disarmament head called on the world to make every effort for peace. U.S. Chief of Staff Mark Milley believes Ukraine may have only 30 days of fighting weather left this year. In the week of September 2nd through 9th, Ukraine lost nearly 6,000 casualties in its slow-moving counteroffensive. In other words, its failed counteroffensive. In other words, its complete boondoggle that they call a counteroffensive that has achieved absolutely nothing except to kill or maim thousands of innocent people. Oh, wonderful stuff, isn't it? And it's not just that. The overall geopolitical effect of this is to drive our enemies closer together, drive the Far East into a unified economic bloc, empower Russia economically and militarily as they combine forces with China and North Korea. In fact, Jim, uh, Kim Jong-un un, toasts Putin wishing great victory over his enemies. The meeting between Kim Jong-un and President Vladimir Putin on Wednesday in the far eastern city of Vladivostok, Vladivostok was all that it was expected to be with the, far, uh, with the North Korean strongman praising a heroic Russian army, which will be led by Putin to a great victory over its enemies. So North Korea, China, and Russia combining together with you know probably Iran as well. These are the fault lines for World War III that have been slowly but surely drawn over the last several years. And in fact, China is making extremely aggressive, really unprecedented moves against Taiwan as we speak. Will that be the next Ukraine? Will that be the next step towards World War III? How long can this charade continue before the nuclear weapons start to fly? Well, answer some of those questions on the other side, and we'll get into what exactly China is doing. Uh, But stay tuned. There's a lot more still to come. The world is in absolute chaos. The New World Order is being uh, really foiled at every pass. They Things are not going as smoothly for them as they want. But one thing we know about these people is that they are ruthless and do not give up, and they are willing to burn the world rather than lose. So we're entering a very dangerous time period. Stay with us. This is Harrison Smith sitting in for Alex. Alex will return uh, very shortly. Stay tuned. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients 
ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system. So if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength, and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in for Alex momentarily. He is in the building, just in the other room, being deposed, as it were. So as soon as he's done there, he will be here behind the desk. Just asked me to uh, hold the seat for him while he's gone. We have a lot to talk about, really too much to talk about. We'll try to get to as much of it as possible. Talk about the Ukraine war right now. Of course, one of the biggest stories... In America is the fact that Owen Schroyer has just been sentenced to two months in prison. Now he's going to appeal that. Yesterday he went on Tim Cast with Tim Pool. We'll show you some of those clips later. Absolutely killed it. Shows why he's a danger and a threat to the establishment. Of course, we've pointed it out before, but it's not just about the information that we cover. Obviously, that's the most dangerous thing, right? That is the weapon that we're wielding against the empire of lies that we're contending with. And it really, I mean, it is, it is gaslighting world out there, folks. It's, it's wild. I mean, we'll get to some of the lies of the Democrat Party here in just a second, whether it's Alejandro Mayorkas saying that the border is perfectly secure and everything's fine, or uh, the impeachment bonanza that's kicking off, or COVID-19, or just anything you choose to mention. It's just endless an endless cacophony of lies we're surrounded with constantly, and it is very annoying, and we have to confront it at every pass, and we have to explain how all of these things are lies, why they're lying about these things, and what they really intend for humanity. As you, as you may have heard, it's a, a global government, open-air concentration camp, neo-feudal slave system. We'll get to all of that, but it's not just the information that makes Owen, Schroyer, and Alex Jones dangerous. It's the fact that they aren't just commentating. They aren't just mentioning what's going on. They actually get involved and want you to get involved as well. You are the resistance. That's the motto that makes InfoWars so dangerous. So I hope you can support us in this mission, not just by sharing our links, sharing the information, getting involved yourself, being a true Info warrior, and taking this information to the streets, taking it to protest, always, of course, being 
peaceful, political, but not sitting down and just taking it as the Democrats take a jackhammer to the foundations of our country, our way of life, and freedom itself. We want you to get involved. We ask that you get involved. We, we try to make it clear that it's imperative you get involved. Without your involvement, they have victory. Your quiet submission to them is really their ultimate desire. This is the way the globalists work. First, they offer it. It's like, it's like the scene in 300. Or, I mean, it's, it's almost cliche at this point, right? It's, first, it's a request. First, it's, they want to ask you. First, they want you to come along with them willingly. But if you don't, then they use force. And it, it really is as, as simple as that. Force or trickery, right? Because they see human beings as children. And if you have children, you know at a certain point, you have to resort to force or trickery. <laughs> if, if your kid doesn't want to go to, doesn't want to do something that's good for them, that you know is good for them, uh, yeah, you have a right as a parent to uh, make them do what they have to do. And that's the way they feel about us. See, we're not children. We're thinking individuals. We're human beings. We have a mind and a soul and intelligence is equal to or greater than these people. And we have uh, the, the morality. That means that we don't use our uh, intelligence or capability to oppress and confuse other people. So anyway, uh, obviously we are like, we don't have to brat. We don't have to exaggerate about the attacks. I wonder, we don't have to pretend like we're being censored when we're not, we clearly are. And we've had to make massive changes to, you know, deal with the attacks that we're under. And at the same time, my God, have we made a lot of incredible strides. Just thinking about when I started here seven years ago and we had one studio and one daily show and like a handful of reporters. And now we have this massive command center here. We've got the American Journal studio. We've got the War Room studio. We have Band.Video. We have, I mean, the amount that InfoWars has grown and expanded and just gotten more powerful in the face of all of these attacks. It is absolutely a credit to you going to InfoWarsStore.com. We so appreciate your support. We could not do it without you. And again, what we're doing here is fighting in a existential war for the fate of humanity. And that's that's really not overstating it. It's really understating it, if anything. After all, we know what these people have intended for us. In fact, we have a clip of uh, Errol Musk, Elon's dad, breaking it down as well. It's like, you know, when you know, when elite people get together, you know, they don't talk about football, right? You know, they don't talk about what AOC said on Twitter, like when billionaires and the world elite get together, they talk about immortality, uh, you know, techniques, immortality technology that's coming out. They talk about uh, just unheard of warfare capability technology. They talk about psychological operations like this is what these people are actually interested in. They want you to think that it's insane to talk about any of these things. All these things are conspiracy theories, and, and you're a nut if you talk about the. And then behind closed doors, they're all talking about all of this, whether it's the ultimate plan of depopulating the earth to, be, to live in balance with nature by you know, doing the climate change hoax or whether they talk about, I mean, some of the things that I've even heard personally. Like they really think they're going to live forever. And when you understand that they really do think that they are going to live forever in some form, whether it's by uploading their consciousness or by perfecting age reversal technology that's already in testing phases, that's already being utilized by human beings 
in unapproved scientific experiments, you realize that they're getting very close to their ultimate revolution, their ultimate plan, where they're going to live forever, and they will wield immortality as the ultimate prize for the obedient. Because obviously you can't have people being born and not dying endlessly. That's unsustainable. So they want to set up a system where a very small elite get immortality and everybody else is vying for acceptance into that vested class. That's the ultimate goal. The billionaires all know it and they don't talk about it openly because they realize how the regular people of the world would feel about that. But here I've, uh, I've, I've just been rambling this whole time when we do have some very, very important information to get to, including very disturbing uh, developments in Ukraine, but also in China. We're going to show a couple videos in the next segment about uh, Ukraine in particular. But just so you know, China has deployed over 40 planes to Taiwan Strait and is massing its forces at coastal military bases. Taiwan has warned at Amuse, Amuse on Twitter. He says this is a wake-up call. China's unprecedented naval maneuvers in a move that should send chills down the spine of every freedom-loving individual, China's People's Liberation Army Navy, aka PLAN, has embarked on its most audacious military exercise yet. The Shandong Aircraft Carrier Group, along with two surface action groups, has entered the waters east of Taiwan for what can only be described as an alarming display of military might. As of yesterday, China deployed a record-breaking 20 warships around Taiwan. This follows a staggering 202 naval activities detected in August, another record-setting number. The trend is clear. China is ramping up its naval activities at an unprecedented rate, and the world ought to take notice. This, of course, is not, it's not a legitimate confrontation between the West and China. It is a managed, very useful confrontation by the elite who are, at this moment, actively moving the center of power from the West towards the East as part of their globalist plan. I didn't realize this was back this week. I thought it was next week. I come in this morning. It's back in the warehouse, ready to roll. Body's ultimate turmeric formula. And the first thing I did was pop one of these bad boys. Overhead shot, please. Look how full this bottle is. Right to the top, folks. Right to the top with these... 95% curcuminoid. Again, most turmeric formulas are 5%, some are maybe 10. The other strongest brands are 75%. This is 95%. Super constant. So like taking one pill is like taking 10 of the average pill. It's that powerful. Or more. So they're available at InfoWarsStore.com. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Hold off for almost eight months, back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. You're going to... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The program leftists failed to silence. It's The Alex Jones Show. Jason Smith sitting in for Alex Jones just for the next few minutes. Alex Jones will be taking over momentarily. He's in the office. He's in the building being deposed. So as soon as that ends, he will take over. We'll continue to break down the news for you here until then. 
talking about World War III and the fault lines that are developing, the battle lines that are being drawn. Looks like Africa is going to be a major theater in the coming conflict. Ukraine, of course, is uh, where it's centered now, but Taiwan seems to also be a point of contention that could flare up into chaos at any moment. A really uh, fantastic sort of breakdown of this from Amuse on Twitter. When it comes to Taiwan, he says, Taiwan under siege. In the last 48 hours alone, Taiwan has tracked 48 PLA aircraft nearby, 33 PLAN warships surrounding the island, 24 planes crossing, crossing sensitive lines. These operations include unusual and never-before-seen flight paths, a clear indication that China is testing the waters, literally and figuratively. Beijing's displeasure, he says this, The military flexing is a response to a series of events that have irked Beijing. The G20 summit in India, strengthening of U.S.-Vietnam relations, U.S. Navy exercises in the Yellow Sea, U.S. destroyer transiting the Taiwan Strait, a delegation of a delegation of U.S. reps meeting Taiwan's president, and U.S. support for Philippine resupply missions. He says the Biden regime needs to wake up and smell the gunpowder. Their lackadaisical approach to China's rising aggression is not just foolish, it's dangerous. It's time to rally the troops, both metaphorically and literally, and stand up against this looming threat. Of course, they're going to have trouble doing that as there is a recruitment crisis in America right now with some mainstream media reporting that even veterans are telling their families not to join the army, which really says something about the state of morale in this country, not just for the armed forces, but for everybody, really, that people look at the idea of sacrificing your life for this government. You think, why the hell would I do that? I don't even like paying my taxes. Why would I actually put my life on the line for these people? What, so Joe Biden can make a couple extra million dollars in Ukraine? I'm going to lay down my life for that? Yeah, I don't think so. So the same people that have sold out our entire economic system to China – can then send me to fight and die China on their behalf. I mean, this, why? Why would I do that? And of course, they're making up the difference by allowing foreign citizens to take over the army because apparently we're just following the downfall of Rome playbook to a T, point by point. We're doing it all. And it's really not looking good. I mean, I don't want to go to war with China. Which is why I liked somebody like Donald Trump. You know, with the impeachment of Joe Biden being being floated, being investigated. You know, they're starting committees to ask questions about potentially ultimately impeaching somebody for something. Like they're they're doing it in the most Republican way they can. But they're talking about it. And so I thought I'd take a look back at what what was being said when uh the, the first impeachment of Donald Trump took place. And uh at that time you know, you go back to like the, the end of 2019, middle, you know, September, October 2019, and the headlines on CNN are like, China's economy is slowed down to its lowest point since 1990. The trade war against China having massive dividends as Trump brings them to the table. We were actually having massive success against China in an economic way when Trump was president. He, of course, presided over maybe the only four-year stretch in the last, what, five decades, maybe even longer, that America has not started a new war and, in fact, wind down many of the conflicts that we are in. 
And of course, the whole time we were being told that Trump was a warmonger and he was going to start World War III. Now here we are on the cusp of World War III and all the same people that warned us about Trump are celebrating it and or totally blind to it. I, I can't tell. what I mean, either they don't know what's going on and they're ignorant and they don't care because now the adults are back in charge so everybody can go back to sleep or they know exactly what's going on and they're psychopaths that are driving us towards global destruction. It's one of those. I'm not sure which one. But yeah, it's not. It's it's China. It's Taiwan. It's Ukraine and Russia combining with North Korea and Iran. Uh, Saudi Arabia normalizes relationships with them as well. Just massive fluctuations in the geopolitical uh, setup that we have to deal with. And I want to go down to a couple clips about Ukraine in particular. Let's see. I have time for one of these. Let's go to clip five here. This is Elon Musk talking about how the Ukraine government requested he turn on Starlink to assist in its attack on Russia. This his refusal to expand the Starlink coverage to allow them to carry out a sneak attack on Russia. It's now being used to call him a traitor to America, apparently. Now, we've never declared war on Russia. There's been no even attempt to justify our conflict with Russia. But apparently you're a traitor if you don't help kill thousands of Russians and bring us even closer to the precipice that is nuclear exchange with that country. Here's Elon Musk yesterday at the All In Festival conference, whatever it is. He was asked uh, about this Starlink scandal. Here's his answer. At the, at the time this happened, the uh, region around uh, Crimea um, was actually turned off. Now, the reason it was turned off was <laughs> actually originally was because the United States had sanctions against Russia. Um, and we're not allowed to actually, and that includes Crimea in the sanctions, <laughs> and we're not allowed to actually turn on uh, connectivity to a sanctioned country without explicit government approval, um, which we did not have with the U.S. government. So, um, so, so basically, the uh, uh, you know Ukraine didn't, they didn't, they didn't give us any, any advance warning or heads up or anything. We um, were just got the the sort of uh, urgent calls from the Ukrainian government saying that we needed to turn on Crimea. It's like in the middle of the night, basically. <laughs> we're like, what are you talking about? You know, are we you lost? <laughs> What's it for? <laughs> um, you know, and, and then, you know, we, we basically um, figured out that this was kind of like a Pearl Harbor type attack on um, Sebastopol, on the Russian fleet Sebastopol. So they're really asking us for to, to really proactively take part in a major act of war, um, and um, you know while we have, so, so certainly have huge support for the Ukrainian government, um, the Ukrainian government is not in charge of U.S. Uh, people or companies. Uh, that's not how it works. And and Elon, if if I could just and, and now, yeah. but, but I, I should say that. You know, although I'm not uh, President Biden's biggest fan, if if I had received a presidential directive to turn it on, I would have done so because I do regard the president as the chief executive officer of the country. Whether I want that person to be the, 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 the president or not, I still respect the office. And so, if, if you know, if we've we gotten if I gotten a request from the president type of thing from the American president, to be clear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Then I, I would have turned it on, you know. So, but no such request came through. That, that's a really, that's a really wow. interesting point. And um, you're, I mean, the, the 
what Jamal is referring to is you're now being attacked. I saw there was, a, you know, there was Jake Tapper uh, the other day on CNN interviewing our Secretary of State. Was just, he was all lathered up, basically attacking you for this. Uh, David, yeah. David I mean, I mean, I mean it's, it's, to his credit, uh, Secretary Bill Blinken was actually quite supportive, yeah. despite the absurd uh, you know, accusations and leading questions of uh, Jake Tapper on CNN. Yeah, um, he didn't take the bait, to so, his credit. You know, Secretary Lincoln in this regard uh, for not um, you know taking the bait at all. Yeah. Well, I, to me, this is an example of no good deed goes unpunished because if you had never given, well, I hope so. I hope some good deeds <laughs> that go unpunished. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact right way to put it. I mean, the guy uh, activates Starlink for free, providing. Ukraine with millions, if not billions of dollars of free service, and now they're calling him a traitor for not giving them more? I mean, it's ridiculous. And then it also reminds me of what's happening with SpaceX. I mean, they're going after Elon with everything they've got. It's because he's pro-free speech. It's because he's against their agenda, just like they went after Trump. They don't actually care about these things they're going after him for. But in the same way that he actually isn't allowed to activate Starlink because of the sanctions, he's not allowed to hire foreigners, but they're investigating him for that too. It's a lose-lose situation with these people. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super-powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. The most powerful InfoWars life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus root, rhodiola root, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and body soul support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Alex Jones Show, Infowars.com, Band.video, MadMaxWorld.tv. Lots of options for you to share this message, share these links, and awaken the world. I'm Harrison Smith. 
I'm the host of the American Journal, the morning show here on InfoWars. We broadcast live each and every weekday morning, 8 to 11 a.m., taking your calls for much of the time, as I find that is one of the most expedient ways to find information that, even with my endless trawling through news, I still happen to miss, and uh, the, the callers will call in and let me know about stuff that flies under the radar. So thank you for, for tuning into that. And of course, Alex Jones will be here. This may be my last segment with you. He should be finishing up his deposition here momentarily, and we'll be in to cover today's biggest news. Uh, but we're going to keep covering some of this until then, and we're going to move on from the, the war stuff now. Although, I, yeah, I got to show you this video. I got to show you this video. I know there's so many other things to cover, and we'll get to, we'll show you some videos of, of Owen on TimCast yesterday talking about his experience being a political prisoner and a, and a martyr for free speech. We'll talk about uh, the economy and just the pure, unadulterated gaslighting that's going on there and how that is affected by immigration, which is another big topic that we'll talk about. Oh, and also uh, Mexico has uh, alien corpses, apparently. Apparently, we live in an M. Night Shyamalan movie, and uh, Mexico just gave a presentation with a bunch of aliens, and that was weird, so we'll get to that as well. So I'm sorry to, to stick on this one topic, but, you know, it is World War III. It is, you know, tens of thousands of people dying or being maimed and, and left for dead as we race headlong towards nuclear catastrophe, so maybe it's worth spending a little extra time on. But this should give you... Like this, this video I'm about to show you, this really sort of says it all and this really tells you everything you need to know about the current conflict in so many different ways. <laughs> let's go, <clears throat> excuse me, let's go to clip number six here. A very important, very serious message from uh, the Ukraine military. Okay, let's watch. Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. Uh. Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder, and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite <laughs> Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down, and justice will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty, and complete liberation. <clears throat> well, what did we just see, folks? What was that? Well, that was globalism in action. We were just talked down to about the truth by a man in a wig with fake breasts uh, in a dress. It's, it's really, it's really, like, think about the number of ways that, that video just embodied everything that there is to know about the Ukraine war. First of all, it's an American transvestite who's delivering uh, what is essentially amounts to a threat against a journalist, right? Just a very chilling, like, promise to eliminate a Kremlin propagandist. They mean journalist. They mean a Russian journalist of some sort. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's Tucker Carlson. I don't know. I mean, they think Tucker Carlson, I mean, he's on the hit list, right? Maybe it's uh, yeah, any of the people, any of the great journalists that are actually opposed to the ongoing meat grinder writ large that is the Ukraine conflict. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm a Russian propagandist. After all, I don't mindlessly repeat the obvious lies from the Ukraine government, from the American government about Ukraine. So that makes me a Russian propagandist, according to these people. Maybe it's me. 
that he slash she, you know, you think that's Zelensky? Zelensky, he puts a, he puts a wig on, <laughs> mimics an American accent. No, that's some sort of American. That's some sort of American person. Uh, so again, it's like an American speaking for Russia. There's that whole aspect that they're a, pu- they're, they're a puppet of us. It's them talking down to us about the truth and how Russia hates the truth, says the man dressed as a woman. It's just, it's mind boggling, threatening journalists and just vicious. And yet they try to spice it up. They try to, to, to make it flowery and sound like epic and biblical, like the gnashing of teeth, whatever he said. And it just comes across cringy and weird and upsetting and bizarre. And again, they're, they're literally sitting there going, we are going to kill journalists. So you watch out. It's like, all right, we get it. We get it. You're the evil side. Yeah, just my takeaway from that is just you're just radiating evil at us and expecting us to go along with it. So no, thank you. No, thank you. You can keep your truth to yourself, you murderous weirdo. Trans spokesperson says Ukraine will hunt down, hunt down Russian propagandists around the world. Sarah Ashton Cirillo. Oh, so it's a, it's a man dressed as a woman with a hyphenated last name from America speaking on behalf of the Ukrainian military to threaten journalists who don't support the war. So that, I think, really sums it up, doesn't it? Just incredible. So... There you go. All right, now we're moving on. Now we'll move on from the World War III clown world gaslighting madness, uh, but not really because that's just all we have these days. That's all that there is to talk about in the mainstream media because we have moved beyond conspiracy theory into just it's all out in the open. It's all happening right in front of you. It's just whether you have your eyes open or not. It says World War III is here from toxic culture. That's a video you can find and share at Band. Dot video published yesterday. But let's talk about one of the other just massive, hugely deadly scams being pulled on the world, but in particular the American people. This time, not World War Three, but COVID, COVID 19, and the lab created, released on purpose bio weapon designed and deployed to psychologically terrorize and enslave humanity. From the Daily Mail, though this story is actually comes directly from Congress, CIA whistleblower claims agency bribed their own analyst to say COVID did not come from Wuhan. CIA whistleblower claims agency bribed their own analyst to say COVID did not come from Wuhan. Bombshell Republican report exposes alleged virus origins cover up. Six of seven members of a CIA COVID discovery team were given, quote, significant monetary incentive to change their position According to a whistleblower, this actually comes from a uh, letter, a, a memorandum straight from the Congress of the United States to the Honorable William J. Burns, director of the Central Intelligence Agency. It says, Dear Director Burns, the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic and House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, together the committees, have received new and concerning whistleblower testimony regarding the agency's investigation into the origins of COVID-19. They say a multi-decade senior-level current agency officer has come forward to provide information to the committees regarding the agency's analysis of the origins, or into, rather, the origins of COVID-19. And they lay out what I just said to you, that there were seven members, the 
one most senior member seemed to think beyond all reason and, and explanation that COVID came from an animal of some sort, jumped from a pangolin, apparently, or something like that. Only one of them, and it happened to be the most senior person, believed that. Everybody else thought that there was good evidence that it came from a lab. You know, because of like the receipts that they had. You know, because of how they created it in a lab and thought, hey, maybe that's that thing that we made and then released. Because here's the thing. The intelligence agencies have been involved in COVID-19 since before it existed. You see what I'm saying? Peter Daszak, according to a whistleblower that worked at EcoHealth Alliance, was approached by and perhaps recruited by the CIA shortly before the release of COVID-19. Event 201, the the little game they held, the little exercise, the tabletop exercise that was held by John Hopkins University and the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in October of 2019 happened to be headed by and, and orchestrated by Avril Haines, who happens to be the current head of the DNI, the head of the head of the intelligence agencies. They've been at this since the beginning. They've been involved in this since the beginning. All of COVID was and continues to be an intelligence operation coordinated and orchestrated by American intelligence with cooperation from the Chinese Communist Party, with cooperation from these private NGOs such as World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And they even have, I should have gotten this clip, maybe we can f uh, find it here if, uh, if Alex is, is stuck in his uh, deposition for any longer, where they actually talk, it's a Chinese guy going, what happens if they think it comes from a lab? And it's Avril Haines, current director of the DNI, head of the DNI, uh, saying, well, we have ways of covering that. Well, we have ways of stopping that type of speculation. Don't you worry about that. So they've been involved in Corona since the beginning. They carried out Event 201. They worked with Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance to create the virus, and they helped cover up the origin as revealed by this whistleblower. We'll be right back with the second hour. Alex Jones joins soon. Separately, we got some really, 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 really good news. Because it's a great product you love, and people want it, and it funds our operation at 360 Win. Bodies, ultimate turmeric formula, the strongest you're going to find anywhere. Jam-packed, a big old giant bottle of stuff that destroys inflammation, that empowers your neurological system, you name it. I mean, it's just... So amazing. God gave it to us, and it's the strongest humanoid out there. Other leading brands are like 70% humanoid. Uh, most brands are 5% humidin, and, and, and that still does a great thing for you. This is the strongest anybody makes, 95% curcuminoid. I am so glad this is back. I have been out of this myself for months. We've been sold out of this for almost seven months. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Back in stock, 25% off, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of The Alex Jones Show is on. I'm Harrison Smith, sitting in for Alex Jones momentarily. He'll be in studio this hour. It won't be long now. We're just waiting for him to finish up his deposition to take over the show and get into some of the bombshell news that I know he has locked and loaded and ready to go. Of course, one of the biggest stories over the last few days has been the sentencing 
of political prisoner and free speech activist Owen Schroyer. He went on Tim Pool yesterday, and we have a couple clips of that I want to show you now. Clip number two, here is uh, Owen Schroyer on Tim Pool, TimCast yesterday. The personal level is, I don't want to go to jail. I don't believe I belong in jail. I would even tell you that I believe that this case should be done, and I've served my probation with good behavior. Nonetheless, that's not the result that we got today. Then there's the other side of me that's just an American citizen. I remove myself from the picture, and it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that future Americans may have to suffer through the same fate or worse. It breaks my heart that somebody, a young journalist coming up or a a talk show is coming up, is going to have to censor themselves, chill their free speech, or be afraid. That's the thing. Be afraid of what they're going to say. That's the the thing that people really have, have missed with this whole situation. And again, we talked about first order thinking earlier. Everyone that's like, oh, it's fine. They're they're all guilty of first order thinking because it's not their political party. It's not something they agree with. This is going to be used against uh, first conservatives if the government gets away with it, right? So they first, this is the test, the small little see what we can get away with. Every time the government successfully does something that is questionable or illegal, questionably legal or illegal, that only ensures that they're going to do more later. This is not going to, there's never a time where the government says, oh, this is, this isn't a new power. This is only in this case. They're going to look at this as, oh no, now we can go after people that say that, that, that skirt the line or whatever. There's always going to be an escalation and this is going to turn around if conservatives get into office again, this will be used on the left. Absolutely. I mean, and I'm going be, to endorse it. Well, it's going to be used on the left by the left. Yeah, yeah what, that's what, true. What, yep. I, I just just to reference, you know, like every communist revolution, the first group to be purged is the revolutionaries. Right. Yeah, because right. the most people that die from communism are communists. Thankfully, right. Yeah. When when uh, we were talking about evil authoritarians who go around murdering people, we need that. We want that to not be the case. And in these revolutions, I mean, look at Robespierre live by the sword as it goes. When a revolution happens, you now have factions vying for political power to have their vision come true. And and Mm -hmm. the the meme is there's like a bunch of people standing around all with the same thought bubble saying, I can't wait for, for the collapse to happen so that my ideology will, will take over. <sighs> well, what happens when the system collapses is all these different groups now say, my way, no, my way, no, my way. And then someone gets slightly more political power and says, we've got to take out anybody who fomented revolution because they're our only threat. The regular people who sit by and don't do anything, they're no threat to the machine. So if these Antifa leftists and crackpots get their way, they're going to be the first to be locked up in in you know in federal prisons and kept away from sunlight and communications because they're the real risk yeah. to the new mach- to the new machine. Well, and we see where the the financial elite, the global elite, believe that they have the moral high ground and it's their duty to tell us how to live. And what's 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 really frustrating. And I'm not a big historian, but I had I, you know I've had people reach out to me and, and and veterans and people, and they say, Owen, in in my day. We used to invade countries for what they're doing to you. We used to go into banana republics and, and we would shut that down and we would try to restore a constitutional republic. And so what, what or, or, or maybe even form a democracy as they would at least used to claim. And so what's frustrating is that we went through an entire century of testing this methodology, right? What works better, communism 
or free market capitalism. Look at what was built in the West versus the fall of Russia, right? Or if you want to maybe a better example, look at North Korea compared to South Korea. Well, now it's like we have to learn the lessons of the 20th century all over again? Yeah. Apparently we do, because we haven't learned them well enough. That's Owen Troyer on TimCast. I suggest you go watch the full episode if you're interested. He really knocked it out of the park. It was incredible. Uh, remember, folks, support us at InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be back on the other side. Alex Jones in studio very shortly. Don't go anywhere, folks. rips apart the leftist agenda. Alex Jones. Well, what an honor and privilege it is to be sitting in for Alex Jones today, coming to you live from the InfoWars headquarters here on this 13th of September, 2023. I'm Harrison Smith, host of the American Journal, sitting in for Alex momentarily before he or while he uh, wraps up his deposition. He will be in studio to take over very, very soon. Don't go anywhere. In the meantime, let's take a little trip back, shall we? Let's take a little trip back to October of 2019 before anybody in America really had heard the words COVID-19 or coronavirus or lockdowns or masks or six feet to slow the spread or any of the mind-numbing propaganda that we were surely to be assaulted with. No, back in October 2019, it was the Trump uh, impeachment was in full swing. If you go to the Wayback Machine, because I was just doing this, I was just thinking, what was going on while this cabal was gathered in New York City at John Hopkins Hospital to carry out Event 201, the training and planning exercise that they were carrying out just ahead of the rollout of COVID-19? And if you go back to 2019, just go to like CNN.com for 29, uh, October 19th, 2019, it's like, uh, you know, breaking headline, new bombshell about Trump's impeachment. He'll never survive. And it's just like chaos, madness. Meanwhile, it's like uh, stock markets hitting record high for the hundredth time this year. Uh, this stock market highest it's ever been. This stock market seeing gains it's never seen before. Also, we're in the middle of a trade war with China and China's economy is at its lowest ebb since 1990. Literally, that's the headline on the day this was happening. So while Trump is having massive success, preparing for his upcoming uh, 2020 election, which is about one year away at that point, as he's facing off against China, presiding over massive success on the economy here at home. He's being confronted by totally illegitimate and baseless impeachment inquiry. That are, then they're just like bombarding him continuously every hour. There's some new headline about this. And while he's in the Oval Office trying to juggle all of this and trying to keep the, the train on the tracks. Meanwhile, there's a cabal of people, some of the most powerful people in the entire world, gathered together in New York City, planning his demise, planning the next phase of the attack, Event 201. And it's everybody, folks. It's the, the head of the UN. It's the head of the, the former head of the CIA, who's the current head of the, uh, he's the, she's the director of national intelligence, meaning she's the tip top of the pyramid. I mean, you have the entire IC, the entire intelligence community. It's all under the office of the director of national intelligence, who's Avril Haines, who happened to be the one presiding over event 201 when it was held. Now she was the former director of the CIA and just uh, going to her Wikipedia here. She was the deputy director of the CIA from 2013 to 15. 
Following that, she was the 27th United States Deputy National Security Advisor from 2015 to 2017. She was ousted when Trump got into office. That's when she got busy behind the scenes at things like Event 201, only to reassume her position of power in the United States government with a promotion, becoming the Director of National Intelligence on January 21st, 2021. Now, this is all in relation to the breaking headline that this massive bombshell story that you'll find on any media outlet worth its uh, you know, worth calling itself one whistleblower this is from town hall whistleblower cia panel offered financial incentives to bury the covid lab leak conclusion we just read the statement from the house select committee that's actually supposed to investigate the origin of the coronavirus pandemic but for now i want to take us back to event 201 i want to take us back to that october in 2019 and watch when this exact question is asked by a Chinese participant in this little exercise. And the answer that he's given is very telling and who it comes from is even more interesting, Avril Haines herself. So let's go now to this video. This is uh, one of the participants in Event 201 asking, what if people suspect it's a lab leak virus? Let's watch. More cases in China and also death cases reported. And also my staff told me... uh, the before there's misinformation and uh, there's some belief. People believe, you know, this is a man-made some uh, pharmaceutical company made the virus. So there are some violations and even, you know, death is because of this misinformation. Um, as a, you know, from uh, like the CDC, and I don't know if Steve, believe, uh, Steve agree with me, uh, when you are doing the field work and you like to do some so-called TOT, training of trainers. So we really need to... Uh, to train the health workers, especially health care workers, their access to the patients, to the public. So make sure they, they got the right information. So not necessarily, you know, sometimes the health care workers, they know something, but they, if they are not well trained, they might give the wrong information, but also they might say something, oh, I don't know. You know, even I don't know, that could hurt. So when I remember that's, uh, that's such a situation remind me, when I was in Sierra Leone, and I was interviewed by radio, the national radio, I was asked by one of the audience to say, okay, we believe Ebola was man-made. It's transported from, you know, somewhere. So this is, I think this is very important. We do the TOT. So make sure the healthcare workers have the mm. right information. Okay, thank you. I very much agree with that. So, I mean, Jesus I agree Haynes. with a lot of what's been said. I just add to it maybe by saying that I think one of the things we want to do is work with telecommunication companies to actually ensure that everybody has access to the kind of communications that we're interested in providing, because that's going to be critical for dealing with, uh, you know, obviously the explosion of the disease. And um, and then another issue, I suppose, is is just through that, if you have a trusted source, I believe in the idea that we shouldn't be trying to... Um, control communication, but rather flood the zone, in a sense, with a trusted source that then is influential community leaders as well as health workers, as Brad noted, and others on these issues in order to try to amplify the message that's coming through. And I think Tim's absolutely right. I certainly seen the value of communicating constantly on these issues so as to continue to, to deal with, uh, you know, sort of the vacuum that can be created in this circumstance. But then also with the comments made about the fact that 
for all of the disinformation that will be put out, it's going to be important to actually have a response to those questions and to those concerns, as Stephen said. And uh, and I understand from staff that actually there are also uh, intelligence sources identifying multiple foreign disinformation campaigns and so on. But it's all a part of a larger piece, which is to say that every time there is something that comes out that is, in fact, false information that is starting to actually hamper our ability to address the pandemic, then we need to be able to respond quickly to it. Mm, Yeah, false or true for that matter. I mean, or if it's true information that you just don't want out there because it may point to implicating you in all of this, then that's another very useful uh, reason to have uh, the control over messaging like you just saw it discussed. So that again was Averill Haynes, the current director of national intelligence, who the former CIA uh, deputy director who was there presiding over Event 201 and answering questions about what to do when people start asking the obvious questions as to where this virus came from and could it have been a lab leak? And, of course, she says, well, we don't want to censor anybody, but we do want to flood the zone. We want to flood the zone of our information. In other words, the information that we're providing from the intelligence agencies will all be coordinated and designed, and and they'll already have agreements and cooperative uh you know, handshake deals in place with the mainstream media to say, you get this information from us. Don't go ask your own questions. And the crew just brought in this list of, of participants in Event 201. And it really is it really is a, a interesting congregation of folks. Senior Vice President at the UN, President of a U.S. Uh, medical group, uh, President of the Global Development Division of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, former Senior Director of Health at the World Bank Group, Director General of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, George Gao. I think that may have been who we were just hearing ask that question. Uh, ANZ Bank, uh, former or Global Chief Operating Officer of Edelman, Head of Crisis Emergency Business Continuity Management of Lufthansa Group Airlines, uh, the UPS Foundation, uh, the CDC, NBC Universal, Johnson and Johnson. So just a, a who's who of supranational forces, international spy agencies, corporations, medical uh, establishments, all coming together in Event 201 to pre-plan what is now being revealed, which is the manipulation of. And that's what they talk. They didn't talk about how to stop the virus. They talked about how to manipulate the media. That's what Event 201 was about. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Hey, everybody. Confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. 
So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, you found it, folks. The most demonized, the most hated, the most misaligned, maligned, most maligned, that's what I meant, media outlet on the face of the earth. We get up every day, we read mainstream media articles, we talk about fighting for humanity, every race, color, and creed. And we get called conspiracy theorists, we get called racist, anti-Semites, and hateful. And, uh, you know, the way you disprove that is watch like an hour of the show. Watch like just a couple hours of the show. It's just everything we talk about is factual. Like, there's no speculation on my part. Well, there might be a little bit. There might be a little bit of interpretation here or there. But it's based on evidence, isn't it? You know, we don't just say... COVID came from a lab because we want it to have come from a lab. It's because, you know, all of the money they spent to create it in a lab. It's because of the little game they played where they laid out exactly what was going to happen, where it was going to come from, how they were going to impose lockdowns as a result. It's because when you have somebody who says, we're going to do this, and then they do it, it's not speculation to say that this was a part of a plan. And their plan is, again, just it's out in the open now at this point. So now we as former conspiracy theorists and now just reporters of the news have had to move from exposing what's going on to trying to make people care about what's going on. That's somehow more difficult. That's somehow harder. Right. It used to be like they would have all these plans that were secret and you could find them out and then bring them to the American public and expose it and go, look what they're doing. Now they just do it out in the open and you have to go, don't you get that this is bad? Don't you get that this is wrong? Don't you get that they're targeting you and your family? Don't you understand what's implied with what they're putting in place? People are just like, well, I don't, they're the experts. I don't know. I mean, they're the, they're the ones in charge. The adult, I, they keep telling me the adults are back in charge. So I guess that makes me a child. Better sit down. I don't get it. I don't get how people can't connect these dots. I don't have any dots to connect. Let me, let me read just a couple stories for you here, some, he, some headlines. By the way, I mean, Alex Jones will he'll be in studio uh, momentarily. Uh, he'll uh, take over the show for me, but there are some stories that I, I want to cover in the meantime. But stay tuned because Alex Jones is uh, not en route. He's here, but he's, he's finishing up with his deposition right now. I do want to ask you to support us. After all, this is... Uh, well, it's, it's a... It's a Strange place to be in, I'll tell you that. On one hand, it's an absolute dream come true. I've been a fan of Alex since I was in middle school. And the fact that I got to wake up this morning and actually text Alex Jones 
So uh, what's up with these aliens? What's up with the UFO alien Mexico thing? And he's just like, uh, I don't know, it looks fake. I'm like, cool, I thought so too. <laughs> Thanks. The fact that, I mean, I, it, literally, I feel like I'm in a dream. I feel like I have to pinch myself. It's just absolutely an honor and a privilege and, um, you know, something I, I really feel an a obligation to live up to. So I so appreciate it. On the other hand, I never thought I'd really be in a situation where my friends were being arrested by the government. Right. I always like to think like, yeah, I'm a rebel. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the outside. Yeah, the government's probably watching me. They probably want to shut me up, but they can't. But I was just in high school and the government probably didn't care. Now we're in this position where like, am I going to be arrested next if I express, you know, something about uh, the election being stolen and somebody else goes and breaks into a building? Am I going to be thrown in prison for that? I mean, so it's it's a it's a privilege and an honor and and just just a an amazing dream to be able to be here fighting for InfoWars, fighting for America, expressing my beliefs, trying desperately to wake up humanity. It's, it's such an honor. At the same time, it's so terrifying, the, the world that they're creating for us. It's so real, the fact that, I, you know, half a dozen of my friends or more are behind bars for the rest of their lives in some cases, potentially, for decades behind bars for opposing this government. Like, we really are in this dystopian hell world that we knew was coming for so long it's um well i'll tell you there's nowhere else i'd rather be and i'm glad that you're here with us at Infowars. and i hope that we continue to expand and grow and represent the the fly in the ointment for the globalist wouldn't it be nice for the globalist if we all just shut up wouldn't it be so easy and pleasant for them to just enact their global takeover without the annoyance of having to be confronted at every pass by info warriors exposing exactly what they're doing. We will continue to be the bulwark against their plans. Infowarsstore.com is how you support us in this mission. We're not going to be intimidated into silence. We're not going to be bullied into giving up our God-given rights. After all, we've studied history and we know where that ends up. And if we have to pay the price for it, then we will. We just hope that you can help us shoulder the cost by going to infowarsstore.com. And yes, Alex Jones was right, continues to be right, and has always been right about what is coming down the pipe because he wasn't making it up. He was just reporting on what he found. Now it's out in the open. It's being publicized. It's being implemented as we speak from the Epoch Times. G20 announces, excuse me, G20 announces plan to impose digital currencies and IDs Worldwide, the group of 20 leaders have agreed to a plan to eventually impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations, despite fears that governments will use them to monitor the people's spending and crush dissent. It's like, well, what else would it be implemented for? What other purpose do you have to implement this stuff other than surveillance and the crushing of dissent? That's why CBDCs are a thing, you know. The G20, which is currently under India's presidency, adopted a final declaration on the subject over the weekend in New Delhi. The meeting, which included the world's leading uh, economies, announced last week that they had agreed to build the necessary infrastructure to implement digital currencies and IDs. The group said the discussions were already underway to create international regulations for cryptocurrencies, but claimed that there was no talk of banning cryptocurrency at the summit. Many critics are concerned that governments and central banks will eventually regulate cryptocurrencies and then immediately replace them with central bank digital currencies, which lack similar privacy and security. So they're doing it. I mean, they're making the agreements. They're putting it into place. They're outlawing cars they're building 15 minute cities they're 
buying thousands of, of AI war fighting robots. They're indoctrinating you into submission to this globalist scheme and they're weaponizing and funding the decentralized power structure that will enforce these edicts. Homeland Security awards $20 million to police, mental health networks, universities, churches, and school districts to help identify Americans as potential extremists. This from the Gateway Pundit. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security announced on September 6th that $20 million in federal grants that is your tax dollars, will be handed out to 34 organizations to, quote, prevent targeted violence and terrorism. Since today is the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks, you might think that these 34 organizations will be focused on al-Qaeda, ISIS, or the Iranian Republic Guard Corps, but you'd be wrong. No, they're focused on Americans who dissent from the prevailing narratives coming out of the federal government and its collaborating partners in the corporate media and major social media platforms. So whether it's COVID-19 vaccines, the war in Ukraine, immigration, the Second Amendment, LGBTQ ideology, or gender confusion— this will uh, get you labeled as an extremist and now beyond just the overwhelming and, and pro, uh, you know, incredibly prolific spy state that already exists. They are now weaponizing churches and schools and hospitals and medical providers to be their de facto decentralized Stasi to enforce the liberal hegemony. It's coming. It's happening. It's here. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, folks. Yes, I am still here. We are still awaiting Alex Jones to emerge from the deposition. He is... uh, he should be any any moment now. We'll continue to cover these uh, bombshell stories that are really should lay out to everybody exactly what the, the globalists are up to. I'm Harrison Smith, the host of the American Journal, and uh, and yes, we are. We expect Alex uh, already before this, but apparently the deposition is taking a little bit longer, but it should not be long now. So stay tuned. Alex Jones will take over and give you the breakdown of today's biggest news. But again, I want to cover a couple different stories. And if I had, I like I shouldn't even have to, but I'll I'll try to illuminate how these are are intertwined. You know, this is the thing we talked about this yesterday with the clip of uh, Greg Gutfeld actually starting to connect the dots, actually sounding like Alex Jones. He was like mimicking and like kind of mocking Alex, but it's only because 
it's like it's inevitable. You have to realize what's going on here. You have to realize that there's a reason why all of these various things are taking place at exactly the same time and how they all fit in together and how the people that are responsible for this have announced their intentions for decades at this point. So there's no, really no excuse for, for not realizing what's going on and for not fighting back against every one of these encroachments on your rights, whether it be private, uh, private property or privacy, ownership, free thought, free speech. I mean, these are the things that are going away because in the end of the day, it's all about control. It's all about control, how they can keep you in a permanent state of submission, which is why they love China so much. Do you think that China will experience a revolution anytime soon? Do you think it's even possible for a grassroots, ground-up revolution to take place in China? Or do they have a system through the social credit score that utterly precludes that possibility? That there's, it's really not possible for an average Chinese person to like gain the momentum that they need. It gets snuffed out in the beginning. See, that's why they allow, that's why they don't care about China being unfriendly to LGBT, uh, not having open borders and, and being actually super racist officially, uh, destroying the earth wholesale, like almost to the extent that it seems like it's on purpose where they're just destroying entire, like causing to go extinct entire species of fish and pouring plastic into the oceans at a rate a hundred times any other country like this is the country that all of the world economic forum who's shutting down the western world who's shutting down the first world out of supposed concern for climate change and pollution they allow china to be completely unencumbered by these restrictions because they don't care about those things those things are means to an end those things are being used to bring about total control. And once you have total control, none of the excuses that they use to get it really matter at all. So what are they doing now? Well, the G20 is announcing a plan to impose digital currencies and IDs worldwide. That's what they announced during their recent meeting in India with the European Commission chief re-emphasizing the need for digital IDs, which of course they got you used to through uh, the COVID-19 uh, va vaccine passports. And those things. The European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen called for an international regulatory body for artificial intelligence digital ID systems similar to coronavirus vaccine passports and advocated for global cooperation to address challenges presented by AI. She called for the United Nations to have a role in AI regulation and called for the European Union's COVID-19 digital certificate, a perfect model for digital public infrastructures, which would include digital IDs. So yes, they they used vaccine passports. They are using digital vaccine passports as the blueprint to establish the literal mark of the beast, okay? Let's not beat around the bush. Meanwhile, you have Homeland Security awarding $20 million to police, mental health networks, universities, churches, and school districts to help identify Americans as potential extremists. Why? Well, because they question the government, don't you know? The money for this comes from the Department of Homeland Security Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships, or CP3. The program was started in fiscal, <clears throat> excuse me, fiscal 2020, and has a date and has to date awarded 70 million dollars in grants to private nonprofits, state and local government agencies. The following is from the DHS press release announcing the 20 million dollar in new grants, and it has to do with public health, of course, because 
Gun violence now is a public health threat. Racism is a public health threat. Misinformation is a public health threat. Gathering together in groups is a public health threat. It turns out you can implement a lot of unconstitutional and liberty-destroying measures if you just call them public health threats, and that's exactly what they're doing. And they're saying that uh, this grant funding will provide prevention training and promote greater, promote greater awareness and understanding of TVTP, targeted violence and terrorism prevention strategies. So this will be, again, behavioral and mental health providers, educators, faith leaders, social service providers, nonprofits, law enforcement, and other state and local community partners to address systemic factors that can lead to violence while strengthening protective factors at the local level that support the safety, well-being, and resiliency of communities in the United States. So that's what we need, isn't it? We need people who are going to you know, some sort of care center to deal with their mental health. What we need to do is co-opt their psychiatrist in becoming a, a snitch for the state. That's essentially what they're saying. They are deputizing mental health professionals, counselors, people in schools and libraries and churches to be the Stasi, to be the decentralized surveillance agents who will then report to DHS and FEMA. And they're already funding it and they're already doing it. At the same time, they're expanding the Capitol Police, who are now have extremely advanced surveillance technology, including drones and balloons in American cities thousands of miles from the Capitol. They happen to be the only police force that is not under obligation under the Freedom of Information Act, so they can do a lot of stuff and not have to tell you about it. Meanwhile, the FBI is kicking in the door of abortion protesters and have also killed three Americans in late-night raids in the last month or so. There's a man in Henderson, Tennessee, a disabled veteran who was killed when the FBI raided his house. There was another guy in, I believe it was New Mexico. His name was Ahmed. He was killed by the FBI during a raid, which his mother and brother were arrested. Then the FBI was in the house for a little while. Then they come out, and the guy's dead. And then you had the like 400-pound, totally disabled and immobile uh troll on facebook saying maybe i'll get my ghillie suit on and go shoot biden when it's like yeah he can't get out of his chair so is it really that big of a threat well regardless he's dead now because the fbi raided his home so you've got like fbi kill squads on the rampage you've got them weaponized through the face act and all these other various programs designed to make illegal the ability of uh, americans to petition the government they're imprisoning free speech activists and journalists for crimes that other people committed. They're sending the leaders of right-wing dissident groups to prison for decades at a time. They are banning guns in every way they possibly can while letting the criminals run the streets and making everything less safe overall. At the same time, they're flooding our country with millions upon millions of people every single I don't know, how long does it take to get a million people across the border? A month? Two months? Is it two months we get a million people? Uh, Since Joe Biden has been in office, a population equal to and greater than the biggest cities in America has have crossed the border. And of course, that has wrecked havoc on the economy when it comes to 
the buying power of uh, the average American. And so as they destroy the economy and you're forced to drain your savings and you'll have nothing to fall back on, you certainly won't have enough for a down payment for a big purchase. So no more buying houses, no more buying cars, no more speaking out, no more protesting, no more doing anything without permission as the biometric technocratic control grid is slowly but surely being built around you. And if you want to wake up and break out, now's the time, because once they complete it, once they put in those final bars and slam the door and lock it, that's it for humanity, not just in America, but around the world. These types of systems, we're used to thinking that they're self-defeating, but they're not necessarily. These types of systems can go on not just for a long time, but forever if they prevent you from even being able to fathom the idea of resistance against it, let alone speaking out against it. We'll be right back. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4 store.com and put your body at ease the most powerful InfoWars life formula yet dna force plus is now back in stock for 25 percent off while supplies last this elite formula contains the most cutting edge enzymes potent antioxidants and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very dna the powerhouse ingredients in dna force plus include pqq coq10 organic reishi mushroom astrologus roots rhodiola root and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level provide your cells and dna with the protection they need and try a bottle of dna force plus today for 25 percent off or for an additional 10 percent off grab the combo pack with dna force plus and body's whole support these offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com. you're listening to the alex jones show
Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. I pledge to you that whenever the establishment keeps me from being on air with these globalist depositions they just had me do the last two days, that just ended ten minutes ago, and they promised more, that I will only do more shows. For every hour of broadcast time they take, I will produce three more hours of resistance and whistleblowers' information against them. They don't just cut off one head and two sprout. They cut off one head and three sprouts. We're lining all that up right now. But I'll be here now until the end of the transmission uh, coming up here in the next two hours. So thank you so much. It's 1249 Central Standard Time. Harrison Smith did a splendid job. I caught pieces of him when we were on breaks. And uh, here we are. All right, Owen Schroyer's plane has not gotten back yet with his sentencing for thought crime. Uh, but I'm sure they're going to have a great guest host at 3 p.m. Central for you. But we have other political prisoners popping in. Zach Reel and Ethan Nordine of the Proud Boys with huge prison sentences uh, for doing absolutely nothing. They'll be popping in but because we've got to recognize these folks from the deep state gulag. Uh, obviously, Congress has released a treasure trove of documents, just their gravy on top of the Chinese espionage and the pedophilia and the corruption and the money laundering and the Russian money and the Ukrainian money. The Bidens are not Chinese agents, not Russian agents. They are vending machines. You put money into them and you get back whatever you paid for as a foreign government uh, or or organization. Harris did a great job, but I got to say this. He did not symmetrically stack the papers in here. And I did not have time today to go over all of my articles. I, I normally do that, but I've been up since uh, up since 5 a.m. But I am extremely blessed and honored to be here with you today. But I almost like coming in here unprepared. I mean, I did a lot of preparation last night and some this morning, but not the normal preparation I do going through all the articles here before we go live on air. I mean, I mean, look at this humdinger right here. This fish story. <coughs> DHS Secretary Mayorkas, Biden's open border policy that's allowed 7.2 million illegal aliens in the U.S. has been a model approach that's proven to work. <laughs> I mean, I'd laugh. I am laughing, and I shouldn't laugh if it wasn't such a serious situation. I mean, do I have to tell you what's going on, on the border, the human trafficking, the mass death, the hundreds of thousands dead in the last decade? The hundreds of thousands who die in a year of fentanyl. It is a bloody nightmare. And there's the video of him saying this is a model approach. You believe me, he said that. Do you want to see the CNN clip? You want to hear him say it's a model approach? You know my rule. If I tell you somebody said something, I got a clip, I should play it. But I really don't want to listen to me, Argus. But you know what? 
Let's follow the rule. Go ahead and play Menorcas. Within that broken immigration system, we are challenged by an unprecedented level of displacement in the Western Hemisphere of historic proportions. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work, which is to build lawful pathways for individuals to arrive in a safe and orderly way and to deliver consequences for those who don't meet them. It's a model system. Oh, and it's unprecedented. After three years of globalist lockdowns, because it was three years in the third world, forcing them all up here, the UN controlling it, Biden saying, if I win the election, immediately surge the U.S. border. But oh, no, it's not their fault at all. It's not their fault in any way. They are wonderful people. Really, what is the big news today that I'll be covering after our political prisoner guests join us and leave us? And that is that England, starting four months ago, sent medium-range, large, heavy is the term, cruise missiles, 1,000 to 200,000-pound bombs, guided bombs to the Ukrainians, and now the U.S. is sending even more advanced, even longer-range missiles, 100-mile-range missiles, you can just see how a year ago, oh, we can't ship cruise missiles. That's World War III. Oh, we can't give them Abrams. That's World War III. Oh, we can't give them F-16s. That's World War III. In fact, get the clip of Biden saying, we can't send Abrams tanks. That'll be World War III. And now it's like, hey, World War III never sounded better, did it? I cannot even calculate to my own brain the danger we're in. I would liken it to a few times I've been in like Colorado or other parts of the country, the mountains, and you'll be going up to some place you've never been. All of a sudden, you're on a road with no guardrail, and it's a little bitty two-lane road with like a half foot towards 5,000-foot drop-off. Ten, you know, you're dead. And all of a sudden, you're driving along. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, I'm on the edge here. Guys, type in photos of dangerous mountain roads. Most people that have driven around, like you know, you know how it is. You're driving along. It's on a pretty good-sized road. All of a sudden... You're going to see some national park or state park or some monument. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, holy hell. <laughs> I am literally one foot from total death. And you get real focused. You tell the wife and kids, zip it. And they look and zip it too. And then you're almost guilty. Like, why did I get on a road like this? And, and I'll be honest. I've been on a few of those roads with my family. A few times on trips covering things, we, we kept on to the destination um, but with the family, they'll have little turnarounds. And you know what I do? I turn around when my wife and children are in the car. Of course, we're showing you some mountain roads here. They're rocky and the rest of it that you know, seems scary. But the ones we're showing are nothing compared to what's out there. And that's all part of the animating contest of liberty. But the point is, is that That's an allegory. That's an analogy of I realize, you realize, we are on a very dangerous two-lane road going up a mountain, and there's thousands of foot drop on the side. And the great part is when you're coming back down, it's so much less scary because you're not on the edge, but you're still just a few feet away from total death. So 
That's how I feel doing the broadcast. Like we're on a mountain road with 10 inches of median of shoulder. And you're just like, wow, this country used to be really free. Because if you know the leftists were in full control back when those roads were built, you wouldn't be going up those. In fact, it makes you say to your family, man, I can't believe our government even does this. And I'm like, again, the roads the crew is showing right now look scary. But it's not their fault. I just said this. They didn't know I was going to do this. That's like an India they're showing. That's nothing compared to what's in Colorado and West Texas and stuff. Because uh, that's got a shoulder, folks. There are you, You've all been on them, on the roads that don't have any barrier. And you're looking down three, 4,000 feet. It is crazy. So I'm, I'm done talking about that. Let's move on from the analogy. In post, I'm going to find the really scary ones because we've all been on them. Or at least most of you have. And again, you're driving along on a main road, you exit, and all of a sudden, man, this is scary as hell. And you can't wait till you get where you're going because you cannot believe that you're there. I'm simply trying to get people to realize that they are in this position. I'm simply trying to get people to understand that this is white knuckle time. But you look at the globalists, I mean, they are just delusional. Absolutely out of their minds because they think we're the problem. Overpopulation is the problem. How about nuclear war and bioweapons and all the things they proliferated? That's the problem. Hour number three with political prisoners, a ton of breaking news and more. I'm Alex Jones. I didn't realize this was back this week. thought it was next week. I come in this morning. It's back in the warehouse, ready to roll. Bonnie's ultimate turmeric formula. And the first thing I did was pop one of these bad boys. Overhead shot, please. Look how full this bottle is. Right to the top, folks. Right to the top with these 95% curcuminoid. Again, most turmeric formulas are 5%. Some are maybe 10. The other strongest brands are 75%. This is 95%. Super constant. So like taking one pill is like taking 10 of the average pill. It's that powerful. Or more. So they're available at InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Sold out for almost eight months. Back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 